Going through the adoption process, it took us a long time. It took us five years and six matches. So again, it's pers perseverance and resilience. You have to see the light at the end of the tunnel if there is no light that you can see. But that being said, um, I think the weight uh, and keeping faith in the process, I think that was a very uh, telling uh, point, for lack of a better term, of my relationship with my wife. It was a hard road to hoe. I'm not going to mince meat. It was. Ours, ours was not typical, and it was tough. But we got through it. We persevered. And look what I have now. I mean, I, it could, couldn't have worked out any better. It absolutely could not have worked out any better. Those children found us. I didn't find those children. I, I truly believe that's how it goes down. Um, and, you know, nobody told me that immediately you would have this unconditional love for another human being. Instantaneous. And we, ours came down, our birth mother had checked us out six months prior to, had never contacted us. So we got a phone call saying, uh, we have a situation in Kansas City, Missouri. She checked you out six months ago. Um, you have an hour to decide. She's in labor. We don't have a lot of health history. You have an hour to decide. It's twins. Call us back. So we looked at each other, we said, let's do this, and called them back and, and, and met them. So it was instantaneous. It was like, okay, booked a flight to Kansas City. We saw them 13 hours after we made that decision. And uh, uh, immediately you have this bond. And uh, to make a long story short, the children were reclaimed. Uh, three days later, the birth mother kept the children. We flew back, and after five, this was our sixth match, my wife said two things. We'll see those kids again, and I can't do this anymore. So, I'm a week later, I'm in Kansas City, not wanting to be in Kansas City because it was a bad scene, right? In the middle of my, uh, I had a new client meeting, Right in the middle, my adoptive lawyer calls. I'm going, I'm in Kansas City. Why is he calling me? It was the strangest set of circumstances. And I picked up the phone, and he said, Sierra wants to give up the kids. Do you want the kids? I said, yes. He said, call me in three hours. I'll have a, a, a placement date next Friday. We'll have a time and a date to get temporary custody. That's kind of how it went down. Three days later, we were. it takes about six days to for interstate adoptions to all the paperwork to get uh, clean so you can bring them into the state of Wisconsin. So uh, three, three days later, the maternal grandparents sued us for custody. So it's kind of how it went down. It's, uh, that's the way it is, but you have to persevere. And uh, uh, again, couldn't have worked out any better. You know, as you go through a child's life and your life, um, your, your, your vision changes in your life, obviously, your career aspects. Every, you know, the most important thing in your life is your children, and it's changed my outlook. It shifted my outlook um, toward my children every, when I'm not at work, obviously, that's what I'm doing. 
I'm teaching, I'm interacting with my children. And uh, uh, that's probably the most profound change. And it happens, obviously, immediately. I think it happens to everybody. Hopefully it happens to everybody. I've seen some situations where it hasn't, but I immediately switched into their numero uno, and uh, that's how I got to play my life. Obviously, in a mixed family such as ours, things you read and experience. I didn't experience, you know, what, what happened last summer in Sherman Park in Milwaukee. I didn't experience that, but it touched me, obviously. And uh, these things are very deep in my family structure, obviously, because I have black children, and it's going to affect them over time. Uh, I would not necessarily see that if I didn't have black children. I wouldn't see how it affects them. You know, one of my kids came up to me and said, what's going on? You know, those black people are having a problem. Well, they were having a problem. So any kid can say that, but they know they're black. They know we're white. I mean, I'm having these conversations with my children. So that definitely plays more of a significance. And if, if I had white children, it wouldn't be so significant, I don't think. But my children see that. They assimilate as being black. Um, they know they're black. They know we're white. We've had these conversations. We continue to have these conversations, and we will continue to have these conversations. And uh, it's effective. It's just how we look at life.